This is Banger Bookie's Wife, the sports gambling podcast that is exactly like the NBA regular season because of the plan. Entirely meaningless. Uh, and we're joined by uh, our co-host Rain Man and Capper. Rain Man, I'm going to ask you, uh, what are your, what's your opinion of the uh, NBA plan? Does it have a reason to exist? I mean, it's not worse than not having it. If you're going to have more than half the teams make it, which is the case with an eight-team playoff anyways, you might as well have these single double elimination games, which are kind of interesting to have a one-off. There's some storylines this time around. I'd give it a six out of ten. Six out of ten. So 60%, so so failing fine. by most standards. Uh, Capper, nah, it's, it's uh, five other, five other podcast, uh, do you have a correct opinion about the NBA plan? If a Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich is a seven, the play on play. We're not going to get into this. That's a different episode. Kaffer, continue. I don't appreciate that, Rain Man. That's a, you're trying to throw a fucking grenade here. You're trying to throw the pot. I can see right the pot. fucking through you. Get out of here. I would, I would love the NBA playoffs more if they didn't make subject LeBron to being inside of it. <laughs> subject LeBron? Yeah. Just give him I the seven. Understand. Make the six play the eight. Then you can just all move on. I think that even if he's not in the playoffs, they because he the play in the well even if LeBron didn't make the play in and wasn't involved at all, I think he should be kept inside a plexiglass case at all playoff games, uh, just as a reminder of his greatness, all-time leading scorer. Yeah, like the NBA wants to include him. That's it, that seems like a more tasteful way. Listen, man, it's the real coach JB here. Man, I hear you've been hanging out with the wrong fucking crowd like a slapdick you are, man. Everybody thought you were fucking smart and all that shit because you watch CNN and MSNBC and fucking Fox News and all that. Sounds like you're a fucking dreamer. You're getting dumber. Get your fucking ass figured out. Go watch the real show. Watch BYBW. Check your game up. Stop being a slapdick. Make today a great day. This is Bang Your Bookie's Wife. We are... For the next few weeks, I believe we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be a succession recap pod, uh, but we also will touch on whatever sports stuff is going on. Is that correct, boys? Is that how we're feeling? I think we'll that's right. Playoff. A little NBA playoff some, action, some series prices in the future. NBA, we have some NBA fans out there. Basketball, Bob. Maybe a little derby. Uh, we can uh, maybe a little derby, but we're we're gonna stick around. We're gonna we're annoying like that, uh, and I think we're gonna cover Succession because we really like that. But I think the most basic sports thing. There's not a lot going on right now. Uh, WNBA draft. Congrats to uh, Leah Boston, first overall pick. Proud of her. Pride uh, of South Carolina, the Lady, Lady Cox. Cox. Uh, other than that, we have the NBA play-in, which I expressed, I think is just so fucking lame. Like, if you couldn't just, if you couldn't get a top six seed, just go home, guys. But it was eight. It's not six to ten. No, I know. I still you, you think. Sound, you sound like Mark I Cuban. still think eight was too many. I think it should be six. I yeah. agree with that. So why? Hell, just do four yeah, and four. so why are we fighting? But imagine, but it legit, what your it would be, for the status the, quo it'll is. never happen because of the TV rights, but like, imagine how like the regular season would be like way more interesting if it was six playoff spots. Oh, you know how you could how? fix tanking? 
because there's so much money in the TV deals and the stadium deals, you just have teams that are kind of kicked out three quarters of the way through, and they don't get to you play know, anymore. Man, <laughs> padlock the stadiums, and they just lose twenty five percent of their revenue because they I suck. Wish, I wish the NBA had relegation now that the G League is getting more money. Like if I love it, the Fort Wayne Mad Ants got to come up for one year and just replace the Magic. Who says no? Would that have made the Rockets better? No. Oh no, that wouldn't have. But they're losing twenty five percent. Yeah, probably. Dude, who's gonna win the Who's gonna win the NBA title? I'm on a Sixers is, future. Is Victor Phoenix? Is Victor worth twenty five percent of your revenue from a season? Yes. If it was guaranteed, yes, yes. but Dude, it's not. Because you only get a what? You get a what percent chance of getting Victor if you're in the last place? Fourteen percent. Twenty four. 14 i am knocking on wood as i do this but like man his build and like i i'm i'm curious to see how well he holds up ultimately uh in the league yeah i mean at least he's not super big which helps on the joints but also means i just get knocked around Uh, it's gonna be interesting he's like fucking unreal but that's the thing like (sighs) yeah he's an alien scoot i'm interested Scoot looks good. Unfortunately, Brandon Miller looks good. Unfortunately. And that's about it for this draft. <laughs> you did, have you talked to Nate Oates? There should be some consequences for his actions, but there won't be. Consequences for actions so. in this economy? Are you an Auburn fan? Are you an Auburn fan? I'm, so, I'm sorry. Or Eagle over there? I, t- I regret everything uh, I said. Man, we really can't muster up the accent. I do think it's going to be a pretty lit playoffs in terms of, like, there really isn't a clear favorite here. Uh, it's Phoenix. It's got to be Phoenix. Phoenix isn't the favorite. They should be the favorite. They haven't lost at full strength. They haven't lost with Kevin Durant on the court. Kevin Durant's healthy. He's playing great. That team is loaded. Chris Paul needs a ring. It's going to happen this year. Phoenix is going to win it all. You can get them at plus 500 right now. That's fair. I mean, like, sure. it's just like, I don't know. Bucks are very good. Sixers are still very good. Celtics. Sixers kind of suck. Sixers, Sixers don't. Sixers always choke. Celtics are good. Celtics the are Bucks elite. are good. Denver's good, but always chokes. Always uh, chokes. Actually, Sixers, you can get a plus 575 Brooklyn Nets series price against the Sixers in the first round, which I absolutely love. I mean, it's good value. They probably won't do it, but Cam Johnson's been spicy, and the Sixers are Dude, no jokers. Uh, so. You watched like three games. You're, you're, Cam you're Johnson. saying Cameron Thomas. You're, Cam Thomas. You're, you're brutal. Cam Thomas, whatever, dude. Dude, I, it's, we're getting to we're war, warm up reps, warm up reps. You, you bet you want to lay minus 900 on the 76ers to win the series, or do you want to lay plus 575? Neither. What are you doing? I don't. No. Yeah. I you have the option to exist it? in a world where you do neither of these things. You're saying it's like an either or. No, no, no. I'm taking the Nets. Uh, I'm taking the Nets. Put double units on the Suns. Well, that's smart. That's just that's smart basketball. That's smart betting. Uh, well, Ball. balls on well, hoops. Who can deny Rayman's expertise? Except honestly, dude, you keep like doing well in pools and just stupid shit, and it. I hate it. There's nothing worse. Yeah, I, it's your your performance in pools is a bigger problem than global warming. I'm just gonna say it. I hate it. Um, is, it's is there, well, you know what happens when Rain Man gets hot? No, no, we, we don't. don't. So does the world. Uh, 
Yeah, that was terrible. All right, just roll the no, next segment. Yeah, as it's long late. as you feel bad. Okay, are we ready to talk this recession? I do. I feel terrible. Yeah, yeah. We're ready to talk this recession. Yeah. Uh, we got to. Uh, Let's do it. Foaming at the mouth. If you uh, don't watch the show or otherwise haven't watched the last episode, it's already been spoiled for you for sure. So it doesn't really matter. But we've been texting about this on the side. The boys have been feverish about the response people are saying one of the best tv episodes ever hard to argue with of it. all time uh logan roy dead at some age um age 69 84 so to 86 I'm gonna just, so to like give us a refresher i'm gonna read through the quick synopsis for this this is just one paragraph and i'll stop after I'll stop after every couple sentences, and if you guys have something you want to jump in on, we can do it. Uh, so this was episode, it was Connor's wedding. So on the day of Connor and Willow's wedding in New York, Logan departs for Sweden with Tom and the rest of the senior cadre, except Jerry and Hugo, to negotiate with Matson. He decides to fire Jerry for her perceived mishandling of the fallout from the cruises scandal, and tasks a reluctant Roman with delivering her news at the wedding uh yeah okay so you you skip that's about the first 15 yeah, minutes is, of the I episode like, which is it's quick the normal succession episode it's quick uh so iconic lines which i think have gone underappreciated due to what comes next but they have turned greg into a noun an adjective and a verb and it's amazing we were watching the episode my wife was on the couch with our dog in her lap and she just turns to me and she says i need you to greg for me real quick and i was like oh fuck this is gonna be a thing and sure enough i'm out there fetching a drink for her and then you so that's that's the what the verb or the noun it's both you're gregging is the verb and also just replacing greg with a bunch of little greglets amazing (laughs) That's my favorite part of the episode. No one's talking about it. So <laughs> we are going to use Greg as a verb on this podcast. I'm glad that left such an impression there, on you. The, there is like, a shot. J Chad, we need J Chad to Greg for us. There is a shot on the plane where like they show four random people and they're sitting on their laptops working while like yeah Logan Roy is dying and dead. Well, and it's just the funniest I think, thing thinking back to the Greg list. Well, <laughs> That's one of the things, it's, like... It's his team. It was one of the things that I thought was so funny, and it was just, like... And it's what made, I thought, this episode work so well, was this whole show, in a lot of ways, just parodies exactly how soulless and cutthroat corporations and this, like, high-level corporate life is. And you got the reaction of, like, how they respond to the most, like, devastating, tragic human event. And most of these people, it's just, like gotta work like they got like a little time to be human and then it's like shareholders is this gonna leak like it's brutal but that that part was and it also i like said this before but what great irony that this is a show called succession it's all been leading up to this event and at the time when there's actually a succession to happen it's a shit show no one knows who's in charge no one knows who's actually supposed to it's in a way it couldn't have, it was so obvious that this was the move to make but it, yeah. uh, it was great so let's talk specifically about uh roman having that conversation where he has to fire jerry is just like i thought 
it was funny because I was so excited because like I was like, oh, fuck yeah, Jerry episode. She's one of the best characters in the show. And I was like, it was not a Jerry episode, but you got the sense that like she's always been hyper confident and she was just like right away, you know, he knows that he's fucked. It was interesting to see someone get fired and for him to know, uh oh, I did this extremely poorly. <laughs> It was hard for him though. Um, well, like there was so much pain in his body. Like it, in and Kieran Culkin has just like mastered this art of body acting. Like you can feel everything, like his emotions through everything he does with his hands, his stomach. It lurches. It draws in. Um, he's just like a very uncomfortable person because like this is like all. It's all just devastating him. Uh, I'll like keep going. So, however, the siblings soon receive word that Tom from Tom that Logan collapsed on board the plane and is unresponsive. It <laughs> gradually becomes clear that Logan will not survive. Um, let that's even enough to sort of we forgot the we forgot the voicemail. Uh, the voicemail that well that that's more relevant yeah, later but anyways. I think, well, we can, this uh, is like so, the broad strokes. You can go into like specific moments. Broad strokes. But like, well, I just like I just loved it when he asked him, "Are you being a cunt?" <laughs> uh but that's the thing. His his he his was. dad was 100% being a cunt. There was no other he, yeah. the way he said it, he was just like doing it to torture in a lot of ways. Like that was one of the things I really enjoyed about this episode is the way it re the first two episodes of the season were fucking phenomenal, but now in retrospect, so, so much powerful because what were the last interactions that like these characters had with this man that were their universe? And it's just like, they didn't go to his birthday. They, when he went to like find them, they unloaded every mean thing they've ever thought about him to immediately to his face. And it was one of those things where like the other side of catharsis kind of, where it's like, yeah, you finally got all this stuff in your chest, but now you exist in this world where that's the last, yeah. A, a, a bit of a nuance there that plays off Capper's point is it's really only Shiv and Kendall who unload in the karaoke room. Yeah. Because uh, Roman, in typical Roman fashion, it's kind of always scared of his dad, still always kind of crawls back to his dad, which is still why he's doing his dad's bidding in the beginning of that episode, firing Jerry. Well, I, I think that was like but because he can't do it to the face of Logan. He has to do it on yeah. the voicemail at the beginning of the episode because he can't do it to his face. But he has to say something terrible yeah. before he dies. And, so they're but all in a so way, it all was their exactly last words. Like what? Because like, yeah, this was like I in a way it was like it was almost like I think Logan gave Roman that task, wanting to get that voicemail right being like fuck you he wanted to see like some sort of fire or like piss and vinegar but rowan was like it's i just thought they have nerve the kids have very it was very interesting (laughs) and i think this is the other thing i want to talk about which i like thought was just like the most interesting choice is the fact that like we've had a few fake outs with logan's health like we had him like at the board meeting when he was like all loony we've seen him in like the the first scene of the show is him pissing on a carpet like so it's all been like leading to this but what did you think i thought the choice to like leave some mystery as to whether he was actually dying 
was so smart and left so much as the children were gathering information the viewers are also like are they really doing it this way yeah the viewers are also in disbelief and there's also that inkling because you don't ever actually see him dead it's like maybe maybe he's not coming back it would have been so terrible if they did i'm so glad they didn't do that they're definitely not. But, but the fact that they made that you think you feel it was the same awesome thing as Roman just feels. With like some small choices they made. Yeah, it was it was unbelievable. I mean, like I did not believe it was actually true. I thought it was a play until they showed like his chest, basically. Yeah. Like, because even before that, you could see them doing compressions, and it was just like, could be anybody, could be nothing. Yeah. Like it could just be, oh, we want to yeah. pump some air into a mannequin and make them believe that yeah. it's actually happening. But then as it like continues to unfold and like reality starts to set in for the kids at the same time, it sets in for the viewers. And I thought it was such a great choice. Like this show that shows off such wealth and excess. The whole point is to show you rooms and places and locales that they were, that an average person would never go to. And then they make the most realistic and relatable death arguably in TV history, I would say, in terms like it was hard not to watch this uh, episode and either think about a phone call you've gotten or think about a phone call you're going to get one day. And I think that was that doesn't happen in TV. Other shows, they try to make such grandiose like a death is such a grandiose thing. You would expect like a a hack, like a regular person be like, Oh, well, Logan's going to talk to all the kids or it'll be like, you figure it'd be the most dramatic and the way they did it. I'm still thinking about it. It's like, what a fucking choice. And the way they pulled it off was like, yeah. So, and and the location is extremely important. I think dying on a toilet is a metaphor for, for sort of him dying on a throne, the throne of his capitalist fiefdom. But at the end of the day, money and capitalism, we know the show writers are an avowed socialist. Money isn't everything. And the fact that he built his entire sort of air and his entire structure and ness based off just building this entity, at the end of the day, he had a toilet for a throne and he got to sit on it, but it wasn't really anything that's valuable. That was really uh, cool. Well, go ahead, Capper. DB and Wynoff and whatever their names are from Game of Thrones thought Logan should have a similar character arc to uh, Tywin Lannister dying on the shitter. <laughs> no, incredible. I thought, um, but I mean, yeah, it was just it was so. Yeah, one of the things I I saw a lot of people saying is like they show people dying in battle. They show people dying like heroic deaths and then they show like the after effects of people dying so they show like the funerals and like people gathering to mourn and like celebrate at wakes or whatever else but like they don't show like this just suddenness of death yeah which is it it was a lot i mean it was it was heavy well it was just like it was interesting to be like oh fuck this show that i love is gonna change forever is like this is a different show now so that was like it was very interesting the fact but also now it's just like there's so many episodes left so you know that it's gonna be so many uh wait it's gonna be a 10 episode season or an eight good i mean even if it's eight i believe it's a 10 episode season i'm looking it up right now 
Yeah, I think it's ten. All right. Yeah, ten. Ep- the last. So the last lot, lot to go. Is, is, is got May seven 28th. more. So I think it's gonna be uh, super interesting. And I also really, um, I'm interested to see the way. So like, I'll read the rest of uh, I'll read the rest of the description. But uh, the devastated. Uh, his plane is turned around and he's pronounced dead upon landing. This was another thing I was thinking about. Just it's so interesting that because Logan chose to skip his son's wedding and go to Sweden, he died on a plane surrounded by people who work for him instead of on a boat, presumably with doctors, surrounded by his actual family, uh, which was also, I thought, such like an interesting little like poetic thing. Um, the devastated, the devastated yep. siblings are There's forced to coordinate a response alongside the rest of Waystar's executives. Connor and Willa go through their wedding in a small ceremony while Kendall, Shiv, and Roman travel to Teterboro Airport to receive their father's body and issue a statement announcing his death to the press. Uh, small. Th- yeah. I- so kudos first to to Connor for shedding the weight of this horrible human. Oh, dude. And just saying. I- I was, I thought, fuck it. Like I'm good. Con- like I'll get married. I'm fine. What a fucking, one of the best images I thought from the show in a sneaky way was just like, it's one shot of their wedding where no one's there and there's storm clouds, but you're just like, wow, this is the best wedding they could have had. It, it's the only like small thing that you, I felt great for him. I thought it was like a victorious. Yeah. It's them without yeah. none of the noise. Uh, I kind of I kind of love that. And now I guess like my question for I think our the best question we can have to, for like the rest of our time well so we don't just like talk in circles about it. What do you think happens from here? The kids have no clue. The kids what to are going to try to blow up the deal so they can retake their father's empire intact with Gojo still in the fold. There's going to be a power struggle amongst the kids, which is going to give the sort of others, you know, like the Jerry, uh, Carls of the world, a chance to band together and make a play. But at the end of the day, I do think one of the kids will end up on top. I just don't know who it's going to be. I think it was sort of always going that it was going to be Kendall. So I'm going to say Kendall ends up with the throne. But... And the series kind of wraps up the Here's way it like, should. I, and I the think deal's that's scuttled. interesting, but it, I also think, <laughs> speaking of Game of Thrones, I wonder if Kendall is, like, ruling a throne of ashes. Because, ultimately, what we saw is, like, uh, the $10 billion. Oh, that's the, very yeah. possible, because the, the Gojo buyer Yeah, like, the pissed. $10 billion they gave I think they're going to try to fuck the, the deal, It's though. just, like, the $10 billion they gave for Pierce, an interesting side note, was just, like, it was $25 billion a year, two years before. So you wonder, like, mm-hmm. uh, I wonder if that would sort of also be a poetic ending, if, like, ultimately the end is they all hate each other, and then one of them, or if it's Kendall, is just in charge of a... Uh, overseeing Roy star as the stock price goes to like 35 cents or something like that. <laughs> very, very possible. Do we think Shiv goes and works on Connor's campaign? No, no way. 
I, so, I could see it. So like she like becomes a, more of a family person after the death. She no I longer has think, Tom. She's all think, alone. Is there going to be like I a, can see it. like a, it's going to, uh, the presidential race is going to factor yeah, in pretty heavily. I, I do think, think both based on uh, what we saw on like the scenes to come. I, and also the last conversation he had with his dad, I think Roman is going to try to like take over at the Fox news thing and go like hard, right. Infowars. Yeah just like be like an insane person and i hope he and i'll be great tv and i hope he has a relationship with the white nationalist presidential candidate that would be that's what i'm praying happens it would be amazing if they just started making out while talking about nazi shit (laughs) i would love that for him uh do you think tom ends up in prison no no i think greg does. yeah i think that storyline's kicked i think greg does Greg ending up in prison would be awesome. Greg Actually, Greg ending up in prison. What? Greg could definitely end up in prison. I don't think Tom will, but this Greg is how could. good the show yeah, is. Tom, Tom's been playing uh, Greg. This is how good the show is. Is like two episodes ago, I was like, I think Greg could end up on top of all this, and like you guys didn't say. Well, no you guys didn't say no shot in hell. Then you're like, oh, maybe, and now like you're just like Greg's gonna end up in prison. It's like, yeah, that would be great. That would be perfect. Actually, <laughs> there was. There was such a great scene on the boat, like right after uh, they were all moving together to uh, a different room and Greg like caught them and they like just completely blow them off. But he like tried to grab Shiv and she was like, don't touch me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sarah Snook, I think, secured the bag with this one. That was uh, all in uh, yep. in a show where like everyone was sent in like an episode where everyone was sending it. Uh, she was unreal. It was unbelievable. Every everyone deserves an Emmy. Sarah Snook's performance definitely is number uh, one. I thought, yeah, I do think uh, Jeremy Strong. It's amazing. Yeah, there's some. It, it is. I'm proud that there's at least like one or two actual American actors because I guess Americans just blow at acting. They can't do it. Like <laughs> I, 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 I found out like very recently that like some of these like just heavy hitters in American dramas are all British, and I was just like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's because Americans are all like they're selected for. Not necessarily acting chops, we'll put it that way. You hate to see it. Like, think of the Hemsworth as American exceptionalism. Tough. Hemsworth is. Americans just want a beefcake. They don't care about real acting. Before Uh, we we got to wrap up. I was going to say, side just side note of like just such a devastating episode, like it still had like deeply hilarious moments. Yeah. Um. Because like that's just that's just the tone of the entire series. It's just like, like it, it is a comedy. Like it, it at its core. My favorite um, was uh, Kendall saying we can get an off the rack funeral. Just Reagan with a few tweaks. That was, <laughs> I was so good. That that's a great great line. I'm going with. Well, Scrooge was a yeah. wealth creator, but Charles Dickens didn't mention that. I mean this this one is just not as sharp, but. Tom's like being aghast at Carrie's reaction and saying she looked like she just caught a foul ball at Yankee Stadium. Um, I mean, that was, was a great so line funny. because we were all thinking it. We were all thinking the clown it over here. <laughs> and then, like, everyone else in the group was like, yeah, yeah. No, but fair. this fair. is actually, it, but this is. Did Carrie kill him? 
Here's maybe. So here's the thing. I'm excited to see what happens with Tom. I want I want the tape to like, leak. Tom has always been such a great character in terms of like his reaction is different depending on every single person he's talking to. And now without Logan in the picture, I'm so interested to see if he just fucking goes full. He might full just go Joker. unhinged. Yeah. That'd be amazing. Uh, we gonna do another one of these? Another recap? We gotta. What else are we gonna do? Not. Yeah. Yeah, you got You're to. You're welcome, America. It's all it's all we have. It's all we have. Succession Sundays. It's all we have, goddammit. Succession Sundays has What's to it? mean something. Hey, Succession Sunday, low key, kinda crowded out Easter. Uh, low key, one of the main reasons I wasn't gonna say it, but it's pretty high key. Low key, one of the main reasons to be alive right now. <laughs> low key, is it worth it? He has risen key, for Succession is it worth Sunday. It once Succession's over. Low key.